Hey, Gabe DeArmond here. We're going to get to episode three of Hanging with Mookie Cooper here in just a minute. We will bring Mookie in for our weekly chat. This one is one you guys aren't going to want to miss. We're going to talk all about the recruiting process. But before we do that, I want to remind you that our conversations with Mookie every single week are brought to you by the Bruning Law Firm in St. Louis. Bruning Law Firm helps people who were injured in an accident Started by a father and his two sons, all Mizzou grads, they treat their clients like family, helping them recover and get the compensation that they deserve. Bruning Law Firm is your Missouri law firm. You can get in touch with them at bruninglegal.com. You can do a live chat. You can schedule a consultation. You can call 312-736-7645. So all those ways to get in touch with our weekly sponsor. Uh, If you have any legal needs, personal injury needs, uh, thank them for being a part of this and making it possible. And with that, we'll bring Mookie in. Welcome back into week three of Hanging with Mookie Cooper, our weekly chat with the Mizzou sophomore wide receiver. Mookie, how you doing tonight, man? Doing pretty good. Just got done with a little means and had workouts earlier, but same old man, the grind. Yeah, yeah. I know off season is uh you guys probably just waiting for spring football and then then about a week into spring football, you'll you'll be waiting for spring football to get over. So. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> All right. So this is the episode that that I've been since we decided we were doing this. This is the one I've been most excited about doing. And I think a lot of people are gonna like hearing this and get kind of a, a, an inside look at the recruiting process from a guy that's, that's been there and gone through it and, and got recruited by, by some of the biggest programs in college football. So I, I want to start out. You said you told us last week on the show when you got your first scholarship offer, you were a freshman in high school, I think, and, and, and you were kind of blown away by it. Who was that first offer from? Uh, it was from the University of Illinois. Okay. Illinois were my first offer. And so, who was the Illinois coach back then? You remember? Um, it was Lovey Smith was the head coach. I think this is when um, Rod, I don't want to say Rod Smith, but I know his name was Rod. He was the OC, Coach Rod, he was the OC there. Okay. And, uh, that's who was recruiting me, yeah. Okay, so you, you get that first one. Like, you're what, probably 14, maybe 15 years old at this point. Like, what do you think when you start getting a scholarship offer, like before you've played a high school football game, anything like that? I'm literally like, damn, this is going to really start. Like, this this going to really start now. Because when I got the offer, this was during, like, you know, like it's always that season when coaches are always coming through the schools and whatever. So this was during that season. And Every day it was like new coaches coming in. Like I'm just meeting all these people and I'm like, this can't be real. But other than that, yeah, it was, it was wild for sure. So did you get it? Did recruiting really start then? Or was it, were you more like a, a sophomore or a little bit later when you really started getting all these coaches coming in and, and, and calling you and sending you? I probably, I probably like, this is, I kind of remember the exact dates of when all my offers came, but like before my actual sophomore season at Trinity High School, I maybe had 10 offers, mm-hmm. like already just off of my JV film. Like for the first couple of days when I got there, it was like every day nearly I had ended up getting an offer from some school that came for a while. But 
it picked up pretty fast as soon as I got to Trinity and then I got to going to camps that summer. Mm-hmm. So, so when you, one of my things following recruiting for as long as I have, and, and I don't know if it used to be this way, but in the last few years, it's really kind of started. Everybody wants to be the first school to offer and they, they want to offer before anybody else did. So down the road, they can come back to you and say, Hey, we offered you when, when nobody else wanted okay. you, but a lot of these coaches are also telling kids, Hey, you got an offer. But if you called and tried to commit to that coach, they say, well, maybe we wait a little bit. So did you have any kind of feel for, for how the process worked because you knew some older guys had gone through it? Um, like when you just said, talking about the not being able to commit thing, like, like that was real big in a lot of St. Louis recruiting or whatever. But I mean, you know, like I said, when I got to Trinity, it was already Isaiah Williams, Marcus Washington, Shaman Cooper. They were already getting highly recruited. So, um, I mean, they kind of they kind of were just telling me, especially Isaiah Williams, he's a real humble dude. So he was just telling me, like, don't even don't let it get you too big headed. Don't let it you know, don't just stay stay calm with it. But so that's really kind of the advice was he was like because, you know, he was pulling in. He had like 50 offers. So he was just like, don't let it get to your head like. They're going to come. They're going to tell you stuff. You just got to don't let it get to your head. That's all he really try to tell me. But he was the only one that too much tried to give me some type of knowledge on the recruitment stuff for real. So were you one of those guys that, that every offer you get, you're, you're tweeting out and stuff, or did you kind of keep stuff more to yourself? I mean, I ain't going to lie. When I first was getting recruited, like, I tweeted out all offers. I'm not going to – I didn't I didn't not tweet out all offers. But when I first was getting recruited, it was like – this super geek thing I posted on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, like all at one time. Like it was all, but like eventually the recruiting process get real annoying. It get real annoying. So like after probably like offer 12, 13, it was like, all right, stop texting my phone. Like, all right. Yeah. So give, give people an idea, like, and, and I'm not asking you for any specific coach or anything like that, but just a coach comes to your high school and you're a sophomore in high school, whatever, like what, what's the recruiting pitch? What the first time they're talking to you or when they're offering you, what, what are they saying? What are they kind of telling you? They're going to tell you first. They're going to tell you, we know this X, Y, and Z about you. And it's your skill set is so unique. And they say, we don't have anything like this, knowing everybody in college is fast. Everybody can blah, 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 blah. They say, we don't have anything like this. Um, we got the best. They, they say, we got the best. They're going to throw in something that they got the best of at their school. I swear you will hear that every school got the best something. Right. I don't know what it is. They got the best something. And then they're going to say, if you want to go to this place, this is where you got to go. If you want to go to the NFL, this is the only place you can go, blah, 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 blah. And then they tell you you got an offer and to come visit. So as you're going along, I know you said, hey, they're texting your phone. I mean, are you having – are there coaches that legitimately, like, text you or DM you or something every day, or is that that overblown? Bro, Bro, this is no cap. Every day, like, I'm not saying every coach, but there were coaches, like, that I had – it could he could have sent – 20 messages and I would have not responded one time. Like they will literally text you every day. But I feel like, like eventually I, I kind of figured out, I feel like they just copied and paste mm-hmm. messages. Like, cause it would be like, sometimes it'd be like just stat messages about their school, uh, 
like some stuff I'm knowing they not they couldn't I hope they didn't just type this out all to me like or whatever <laughs> but, but they'd just be like constantly text in the morning good morning good afternoon just constantly all day every day I mean I know that would irritate me like as a as a 16 year old kid do you, did you ever just text a coach back yo man I'm I'm gonna listen but but you gotta leave me alone nah nah it was only one coach that I that I actually had to tell like all right like I'd be I'd be kind of busy after these hours this is when I like to be with my girl this is when I like to chill like all right let's chill out some but some of them actually end up telling you like if I ever get too annoying just don't even hesitate to let me know or whatever but Mm-hmm. After I got to college now, they kind of tell, like our coaches talk about, they'd be like, they got to bug them. They got to blow them up. Like, that's kind of part of their deal. But they don't. I feel like they don't want to be doing it. I hope they don't want to blow up 16-year-olds, but <laughs> it's kind of how, how it is, you know. So, so when you're going through this process, like at what point or how can you kind of figure out, all right, these are the schools that, like, yeah, they've, they've offered me, but I'm not hearing from these guys a lot. And these are the ones that are really serious about me. Or did you, because you were pretty much a national recruit, did you feel like everybody recruiting you was, was pretty serious about it? Um, I feel like 85% of my offers, like, coaches were reaching out to me. If it wasn't every day, like, on pretty much on a regular, like, I would hear from them. It was some schools. Some of the schools that offered me early and once everything picked up, they kind of reached out and was like, we kind of know we probably don't have a shot, but if you are interested, let us know or whatever type deal. But um, the figuring out which schools is serious or whatever, I feel like my whole top 10, top fives, me knowing it now, like I just based that off of whoever, honestly, who was talking to me the most and who I thought was the best school. I don't know. Like I didn't, I feel like I didn't even look into my, um, recruitment like process how a individual should like going into all the details like I would I feel like I was looking at the wrong things and I didn't have too much of a um a real guidance on making that decision it was kind of like all kind of on myself but I mean yeah that's that's pretty much what that was so so when you are kind of on your side trying to figure out all right which are which are these places I and I don't know if our database is is right with your recruitment or not some sometimes it's it's a little more accurate than others we listed you with about I think we had you 30 offers and the the only places you took official visits that we had were Texas and Ohio State is that right mm, I know I, honestly I don't even think I end up getting to my um Texas official okay I think I only took my Ohio State official. Okay. okay. Yeah, I only took Ohio State, but I had been to Texas like four or five times though. Like, like I'd have been up, I was up there often, but I only took an official to Ohio State. That was my first official. Yeah. Okay. Was it was Ohio State, or was there another school where, hey, when you started getting recruited, when you started getting these offers, you you like started the process saying, all right, if this school offers, like I know this is it, whether it's because they had cool uniforms or good weather or whatever it was. I ain't going to lie. Like, a lot of through high school, I really wanted to go to Miami. Like, I was telling people I was going to Miami. Like, they were set. I was supposed to have an official visit there, but I didn't end up getting to, like, I really wanted to go to Miami, I ain't gonna lie. Like just just cause I seen one um Jeff Thomas, I didn't hear about him for real until like his junior, senior year of high school. And then ever since then, like he was like that guy to me. So I was I was looking up to him a little bit and I didn't even know him, but 
I was just looking up to him. But um, once they finally, because I didn't get their offer until like I think my end of junior year or towards senior year. So like I was waiting on them, reaching out to their coaches. Like I never even reached out to coaches or um, trying to, you know, like trying to get them to really recruit me or whatever. But like Miami was one I was like pushing for or whatever. I was super geeked about getting. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you before we get a, a little more into the, the process of making the decision and everything, obviously most of the people going to be watching this are Mizzou fans. Obviously you're here now, but that, that wasn't originally where you went. What, what was your recruiting process like? And I, I know it was a, a previous coaching staff, but did Missouri really have a shot? Was that, a, was that a place you, you considered much out of high school or was that kind of an early on they, they knew you were going somewhere else? Um, See, honestly, like, I think I got an offer from Mizzou, like, around my sophomore year. And, um, like, I was getting recruited. I was up there often. Like, I got family that played at Mizzou or whatever. You know, like, Mizzou was kind of a big thing. I know a lot of people that went there. But um, I think, no, when I first got recruited, it was by Coach Ford. He was the running back coach, I think. Yep. Um, so, we was up there often. Like, honestly, I was interested. But, like, my high school mindset, like, this is – Sorry, Mizzou fans. This is literally my honest mindset. Like, now, me knowing now, I don't feel like this. But, like, I just felt like I was getting all these offers. I've always been good at football since I was little. I was getting all these offers. It was just, like, I'm from Missouri. Like, I'm from Missouri. I felt like, me, honestly, feel like I felt like I was too – I got the chance to go to one of these big schools. Like, I need to go to one of these big schools. Like, I felt like if I went to Mizzou, like, I would end up settling, like, like, and it was just based off of, like, performance. Like, I wanted to get to NFL. I got NFL dreams. Like, I'm a, I'm a 15, 6-year-old kid. All this stuff is new to me. Like, I'm trying to figure out where I can go make the biggest name for myself. Like, that was just my thought process. And that was so, like, I was going on visits. I still had love for Mizzou. But I don't even – I don't even know if they were in my top five. Yeah. But, like – that, that's kind of what that deal was. I just felt like I would end up be settling if I had chosen Mizzou. Um, that, that's the thing. Cause like, you know, you know, you've heard it, I'm sure all along that, Hey, Missouri kids, you know, especially in St. Louis, Missouri's had a hard time getting a lot of these guys until here these last couple of years. And I've always said like, there's something about just it being so close that I think a lot of kids look at it and it doesn't have like that cool factor or something. Right. Like, like it, it's not, it's cooler to walk around the high school, to walk around the halls and tell your buddies, hey, man, I just got a Penn State offer. I just got a Michigan offer. That sounds cooler being a, a St. Louis kid than I just got a Missouri offer. And there's something yeah. to that. Yeah, and then it was like during the time, like, I don't know what the Mizzou record was, but like if Mizzou was just balling out, like it probably a whole more weight or whatever. But it was like. It's like you just hear Mizzou. It's just like, all right, that's Mizzou. Like that's that was kind of the thought process behind, it, especially as you got social media going on. You got everybody committing to all these cool places and whatever. You like, you know, you kind of want to fit in with that. Mm -hmm. So, do do you even remember your your like top five schools or who else was really in it when you were getting ready to decide? Um, oh, I, I take that back. I straight I straight told a story. I went on a uh, official visit to USC. Okay. Okay. I took a visit. So it was Miami, USC, Texas, Ohio State, and Illinois. I think that was my top five. Miami, Texas, Illinois, USC, Ohio, 
Ohio State. USC, yeah. Okay, was- so so this is seriously the question I get most often from from fans and people that follow recruiting is, what do these kids do on an official visit? So like, tell me, you go on a visit, and if you gotta leave some things out, I understand you gotta leave some things out, but. Tell me you get to campus and for 48 hours, man, it is these guys job to treat you like a king and make you think that this is going to be every day if you go to school there. So so what do you do when you take one of these visits? Uh, I'm trying to break it down. So first, airplanes, like before this recruitment stuff, I've never been on an airplane. So like that was big. They're going to get you on a nice flight. You ain't got to pay for nothing. So we packing up bags or whatever. You fly in, as soon as you get to the building, it's like all these coaches and everybody just waiting on you. They got like balloons, maybe. This whole setup is cameras, is people, all type of stuff. Like this, like real celebrity vibes right now. This real celebrity vibes. So you coming in, they got all these cameras. First, you're gonna go through like um, maybe like some height waiting and stuff or whatever, some quick little number stuff. But then from there on, it's like, First night, I think you had like a dinner or whatever with the family and stuff like that. But then you go to like, that stuff is boring. Nobody even care about that, whatever. That stuff is boring. Whatever, you got the dinner. But then it's just like the photo shoot and the outings is what make the, um, I feel like to me, recruitment is based off how much fun the kid has in the photo shoot, for real. Like that feel like that's kind of, some big things if you want to grab some kids. And it's not as important, but I'm telling you, if a kid took pictures and he didn't like his pictures, he's not going to go to that school. If he didn't like the camera or the photo shoot, he's not going to like that school. But I'm saying we we go on the visit or whatever, we go out. It's just like they give, you have a, um, what do I want to call it? Like a host, you have a host and he just take you out paying for food. You might go out downtown to the campus life or whatever, but it's really just, Whatever you want, they literally have to do whatever you want to do. They take you like you can say, I want to go to Six Flags if the city has it. They have to take they're going to take you. Um, It's really just an all out expense free getaway with you and your family. Like always you eat so much like you never hungry, like you eat too much. Honestly, they got big old breakfasts, big old lunches, big old dinners, snacks all that so that's really kind of all it is like food and fun who who went on your visits with you was it you and your mom uh my texas visit it was me my mom and i got a mentor um he was one of my little league coaches he went on my Texas visit he went on my that was the same group for my usc visit too but um for my official visits that was my group but on my other visits it'd be like teammates i used to go with teammates or stuff like that but what was and maybe it's Ohio State because that's where you ended up committing. I don't know, but but if you just look back, what was the most fun visit you had? The one where you walked away and said, "Man, that was that was a good time." I'm gonna say Texas. Like, I love. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I love Texas. Like, I used to have some fun out there. Like, it was just like it was so big and everything was so new. I like USC too, but USC was like too different for me like it was too it was real nice like it was just too I, I didn't feel a lot of way comfortable out there but Texas it was like big I love their stadium and then just the love I used to get from Texas fans it was just like I could walk around there and somebody could know me like I played on the team or something like and I and I'm just a recruit up there it was, so 
um, Texas just made me feel like a real, real star up there. I ain't gonna lie, like on some real, yeah. So, so last thing about the visits, do you, when you're a recruit or, or when your buddies or teammates or whatever are going on these visits, like, do recruits understand, hey, for these 48 hours, like, I'm the king, but the day I show up on campus as a freshman, I'm not the king anymore. Do you get that at that point, or do you think that's how it's always going to be? I mean, it's like you probably understand that in the back of your head, but, like, I'm not even going to lie, like, when you there, I promise there's no time to even think about, like, all right, when you're sitting there at the dinner table and you got to ask questions, you might think about what it's going to be like when you get there or whatever. But once you leave your parents and you got to take that sophisticated mask off or whatever, like, you're not even thinking about what it's going to be like when you get there. Like, you're going to be strictly locked in on having fun because it's, like, literally all about you. Like, it's just all about you. The, the one thing I know about official visits, having to – always try to call kids on Sunday and get a hold of them for stories after there. Nobody wants to talk on Sunday, man. Everybody's like, I haven't slept all weekend. I got to get home. I just want to go to bed. Thanks. <laughs> so, so then uh, Ryan day was, I think in his first year as is head coach at Ohio state. So uh, tell me how he kind of, kind of convinced you that was the place. Tell me about Ohio state's recruitment of you. Um, like, I didn't even get too much recruited by Ryan Day. Um, I was getting recruited by Brian Hartline. But, see, this is what's crazy. I didn't even get – I had the offer from Ohio State, I think, like, in a sophomore year somewhere in there. But, like, I didn't – I wasn't really hearing from them. Like, I didn't even really get too much recruited by them. So, once they ended up – they came – they just popped up at my school one day. Coach Hartline popped up at the school one day or whatever. And they like, Mookie, Ohio State, the here you see. I'm like, what? Like, what? Or whatever. So I go down there. I'm talking to him, whatever. And he was just showing me all their numbers. Like, you know, it's Ohio State. They got the number one is the, the many draft picks they sent here. And all. so I'm just like, he's just telling me all this stuff. And it, I'm already super geek. You just cuz it's them. So like half the stuff he's saying, it didn't even matter what he was saying. I was just smiling. Just because, like, just because whatever he's saying, it got to be good. It's coming from Ohio State or whatever. So once they, um, once he was telling me, like, he was interested in me and telling me that I should come on a visit and all that, after I had came on the visit, I took an unofficial first. Took an unofficial with me and my mom, and then we planned an official, like, not even too far after that, maybe a couple weeks or uh, whatever after that. And then that's kind of, like, I had the official kind of sealed the deal. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't even look into everything. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of crushed it off all emotion at the moment. So, so I looked at this because uh, I knew this is what we were going to talk about. I looked at this, the Ohio State wide receivers. In, in so two years before you, they signed Cam Babb out of St. Louis, who everybody knows. Uh, the lowest ranked receiver they actually signed is just some kid named Chris Olave. So, so that shows you how good uh, recruiting rankings, right? Uh, he was a three-star. Nobody ever heard of that kid. Then then the next year, they signed four-star Jamison Williams out of St. Louis and four-star Garrett Wilson out of Austin, Texas. He's going to be a first-round pick this year. And then you signed in uh, – end up signing with Ohio State in the 2020 class. And and then also in that class, Julian Fleming, a five-star kid who who played there some this year. And then uh, 
a guy named Jackson Smith and Jigba that I, I think a few people might've heard of here in the last couple months. I mean, there's literally NFL rooms that don't have as much talent as that wide receiver room. You were in your freshman year, probably. Facts, facts. And that's, that's kind of what you don't get. Like I didn't even too much. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look at no depth for real, like no depth chart for real. Like I was just going off of pure thrive and love trying to be in the NFL or whatever but like real deal that's why I really like I have no bad emotion really towards Ohio State my situation was my situation but it was like I real deal learned from real pros like everybody there just how they carry themselves up there I'm not gonna lie like it's a real business up there so like Chris Olave like you said he was one guy I really tried to follow after because he was just a real laid back, humble guy, but he worked like everything about him was just about business. So like he carried himself like a pro. You walk around, it's just nothing but real grown men out there, like who stand on top of everything. Ain't ain't late to this. You know, no matter if it's football or school, though, like they they real. You got to you got to have it both ways. And that's really why I had love um, being there for a while. So it, it's been a, a little over two years, I guess, since you went through that process. So if Mookie today could look back and tell like high school sophomore Mookie what to do in the recruiting process. What would you do differently than you did when you were a high school kid? Uh, I asked more questions. Like, I feel like I used to to ask, like, do you have any questions or whatever? But like, I'm a real um, quiet. I'm quiet around people I don't know. I can't even say I'm quiet because Mizzou people on my team, they always look me about this podcast. They gonna say I ain't quiet, but like, I'd be real chill around people I don't know. Like, I'd just be smiling, like, saying, yeah, or no, I'm good. But I feel like you really need to ask questions. Like, really figure out, um, like, what you really want to get out of them and ask questions that'll make them think. Like, because they all they all got, like, the same sayings or whatever. They all kind of pitch out the same stuff to most kids. Like, you got to find something that's going to really – have them thinking and, and and give them a give you a real answer. But like I feel like I should have had did my research more basically about depth charts. Um then just trying to figure out what real specific way a team could have used me. I just feel like a lot of I heard like the same saying like you have this unique skill set. You have but like none of them really were saying how they would use that skill you know like or whatever so that's really what I tell myself to do and with me being away from home isn't too much like a thing for all kids like even though Ohio State was only six hours away I was some days where I would feel real low just because like you just want to be around some people that you comfortable and know like just love you like i'll call my mom like, can you please come give me shit like i can't just drive six hours i'm like just for the weekend just for the weekend or whatever but just having the right people around you and, and having some people that can guide you some real people that have been through that process or, or know something have them people help you to make your decision yeah we're going to talk a little more about your freshman year and then then your decision to, to transfer back next week but i always say like the, the two things that I, I mean, I've, I've covered recruiting since 2003. And the two things I would tell every kid, if they ever asked is number one, when a coach tells you an offer, do you have an offer? The first question you ask him is, can I commit today? You know, cause, cause if he says no, then you don't really have an offer from that school. And number two is 
you got to know who else they're recruiting at your position because it's better to go somewhere that, hey, maybe they didn't win a national title and maybe they don't have 18 first-round picks in the last four years, but you're going to get on the field because if you get on the field, the NFL is going to find you. No matter where you are. In this game, it's just about opportunity. Like, it doesn't matter where you at. As long as you – I feel like any player that's a starter at any school or whatever, especially D1 or whatever, you have the opportunity to go to the NFL if you want. It's all up to you at that point. So, like, if you got time to get on that field, the world is yours right there. That's that's what I feel like. So, um, yeah. All right. So, we're going to finish with this. And, and usually I think the answer ends up being both of these. But was being recruited fun or was it stressful? If I had to pick one, I'm going to say it's fun. Like, but outside of the text messages, like, being a recruiter is fun. You popular. People always want to do interviews. You got rankings. You get everyone at school know you. A signing day is only a couple kids. All the attention on you. It's like you getting to fly out out of town, take all these cool pictures and uniforms. Like, it's a real blessing. Like, everybody can't be a recruit. So, um, I feel like I can't even sit up and say it's stressful because I know a lot of people that want to be in those same shoes. So uh, it was real fun to me. And and here's what we learned tonight, man. The most important thing, you better take good pictures of the kid when he's on campus. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> All right, Mookie. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks. And uh, and I know uh, we've gotten a lot of good feedback about this. I, I hope you have too. And, and we're going to talk next week about about that freshman year and and then uh, finally coming back to Columbia a couple of years after a lot of people had hoped you would. Yeah, facts. Uh, I have been having a great time with it. Um, yeah, man, let's do it. All right, so that is hanging with Mookie Cooper for this week and uh, so much good information, I thought, from Mookie on the recruiting process and that interview and just giving you guys a look that, that hey, you don't always get. And, yeah, some of it was uh, probably as a Missouri fan, like, something that, that maybe you don't want to hear as much, but it, it's, it also gives you an idea of what Gary Pinkle and Barry Odom and now Eli Drinkwitz kind of have to combat when they go out and, and try to sign these kids. Uh, so, you know, appreciate Mookie being so open and honest about his recruiting process. And, and like I said, next week, we're going to focus on that, that tough freshman year for him in Columbus, Ohio. Sounded both probably tougher you know, just personally than, than football-wise maybe, and then his decision to transfer back to the University of Missouri for his second year. We'll have that episode for you next Tuesday morning. But uh, thank you all for listening. Would appreciate if you are listening on the podcast uh, to, to hit the – uh, you know, give us a good review, five-star review, leave some nice comments. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and, uh, and like the show. That definitely helps, uh, helps get the word out and, and helps more people see it. And uh, not only would I appreciate that, I know the people at the Burning Law Firm in St. Louis would appreciate that. The Burning Law Firm brings this show to you all week, uh, every week makes this thing that we're doing with Mookie possible all spring long. They are a personal injury firm in St. Louis, started by a father and his two sons. All of them went to Mizzou. They're all Mizzou grads. They're all huge Mizzou fans, uh, supporters of, of ours, and, and that's why we support them. Uh, the Burning Law Firm is going to treat your client, their clients, I should say, not your clients, but their clients like family, and get you 
what you deserve to help you recover and just the compensation you need if you've been injured in an accident. Uh, they are your Missouri law firm. You can check them out at bruninglegal.com. Make, uh, make an appointment for a consultation, all that. So thanks to Bruning Law Firm. Thanks to Mookie Cooper. And most of all, thanks, thanks to you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy what we're doing here. Uh, this is episode three. That means episode four is next week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh-huh.